Connor Bedard tracked by Robert Thomas. Bedard shoots wide to the stick side of Bennington. Kurashev plays the rebound for Bedard down low. Bedard! Lacrosse style scores! Unbelievable! <laughs> Connor Bedard! Dude, that was insane. It was uh, crazy. What do they call that? The lacrosse goal? Yeah, the lacrosse goal. Michigan the Michigan goal. goal. Yeah. yeah. But so what, why is it called the Michigan goal? That I don't know, Tyler. Actually, I looked up the origin of that today. It's because the guy who made it famous went to Michigan, so he just attached his alma mater to it. Okay. Was that the NBC uh, Sports Chicago feed? Where was that? Yes, it was. NBC Sports Chicago, Chris Vosters on the call. All right, so uh, thank you to them for the highlight. It was incredible. It was incredible. See, I like to I like to relate it to, to something that I know. I, I, I told PB after he sent us the highlight, I said, that's like the pizza man uh, goal. It, to me, it reminded me of someone putting like the pizza into the pizza <laughs> oven. With this, you know the 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 pizza on the uh, wood, uh, yeah. you yeah, know, know. Yeah, putting yeah. feeding the oven with a pizza. That's what it reminded me of. It was just so quick and clean, and it was awesome to see. And then, of course, they gave up five goals in twelve minutes and lost mm-hmm. seven. Of, <laughs> That's kind of what it is. Like it reminded <laughs> it know, reminded me I of know. like MJ in his rookie year, eighty four, eighty five, where the Bulls didn't win off often, but Jordan would score and and. There would be highlights, mm-hmm. and the Bulls would get beat. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, they, they continue to build around, and hopefully the same will be for Bedard. But I walked up into, um, into the uh, Bears booth uh, before the game, before our pregame show, matter of fact, this was, and I saw Thayer and, and Joniak, and J-Mac was up there, and Zetterman was up there, and, um, and, and we were talking. Somehow this came up, the goal, and Thayer... Thayer looked at me and he said, that should be illegal. He doesn't think it's like hockey. He thinks it's like traveling in basketball. I can understand why he says that. Why? Because he carries the puck. Like the puck's not even on the ice. He like carries it up and like shot it over the goalie. So I can understand why you would think that. But it is legal. Yes. So. Like someone could come and just what what what's what? the move to prevent that? Like it's hard to carry the puck though on very your stick hard. for long, isn't it? Yes, it's very hard. That's what made it so remarkable. But what was crazy, and I can't remember his name. Who's the other guy who scored the same goal that night? Scored a goal just like that that same night in the league. It happened it, twice within like an hour. That's incredible. It's insane. It's insane. Uh, I love to watch Connor Bedard, and I love that. They have had to like kick him off the ice. He's working so hard. Yeah, I yeah. love that about him. And it's he, and it's cool as the mother of a hockey player who loves the game and loves to be on the ice and loves to say, "Watch what this teenager is doing. He's five years older than my son." Isn't it's that incredible? Ins- it's insane. So cash, insane. cash. So tell me. So uh, cash and Noah, are your your kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Tyler was telling me, and then I'll get into the uh, airline story. Yes. But Tyler was telling me that you guys had like uh, the perfect Christmas. We, we, I mean, I love Christmas morning. I love it so much. But my kids' reactions, it's just so genuine. Like they just get so excited. So Cash's big gift was, well, he got a new hockey stick, which he calls a twig, which is such a hockey thing to say. Um, and he, he was very excited about it. But his big gift is that he follows this YouTuber 
who plays hockey called Nasher. He's out of Columbus, Ohio. And he had said, he had mentioned it like a few months ago. He's like, I'd really like to go to the Nasher Nasher Cup in Columbus in June. And so that was his big gift. And so when he opened it, his reaction was like, there's no way. Like he was so excited. And it was just, it was awesome. I love stuff like that. And so the, the whole morning was filled with that. I felt like everything he opened, like, both of them. I mean, she got so excited over her skincare and her skincare fridge and all the things that she, I mean, it's just, it's just fun. And even today they got up, they're like, we want to do it again. Like it was just fun. It was a great, great day. Great day. And that, and you look so forward. I heard you oh. guys argue. Well, who are you arguing with? I think it was uh Z pack, which doesn't surprise me. Kev Bo. Oh my we're, gosh. He said Christmas is the worst holiday. Yeah. And he was saying that the 4th of July is, is his favorite. He mentioned Labor Day as better than well, Christmas. Yeah, Kev Bo was arguing that any, uh, Holiday that you could grill out is is his favorite holiday. He just likes to grill I out. Mean, well, yeah, it was fifty degrees yesterday. Yeah, Challenge you, me, go grill out. It's I bet fine. you a lot of people did. Grill I'm out sure yesterday. they did. I'm sure they did. Yeah. So no, uh, but it was magical. It was a magical day. Now you, I saw you post. You guys always go to Deer Path Inn on Christmas. We we have gone to Deer Path Inn on Christmas Day since sixteen. Wow. I think. Like so that was since. I, I, uh, so Fod, who Waddle has uh, introduced me to, Waddle, like back in the day when I lived in the city, used to always say, yeah, I go, I go to this place uh, in the Deer Path Inn. They've got the pub and it's a great spot to go. And I'm like, okay, what, what place in the suburbs is cool? Right. You know, and he, he always would tell me. And when I moved to the suburbs, he introduced me to Fod, and sure enough, it is a great spot. It's an awesome spot. Yeah. And so, and they were named like one of the best like uh hotels um in like the entire country or mm-hmm. world like in the top one percent and um it's a great spot so we've made it a tradition since we moved up to the to the suburbs and like i think for covid we stopped the year of covid i think they were closed mm-hmm. and so every year like fod uh carried braxton around when he was a tough kid um, where he would be tough when he was young to sit for a long yeah, time. Yeah. So Fod would carry him around while we would eat. Fod's <laughs> their general manager That's there. That's awesome. And so he carried it around when he was just a few months old. And so every year now we do a picture where Fod carries him around. I love it. And and now he, at seven and a half years old, we yeah. took a picture of him carrying around Braxton. <laughs> That's so, so it's awesome. very funny. So now every year we're going to take the picture of him holding Braxton. Uh, you and know now what? Braxton's like almost 80 pounds. <laughs> That's awesome. You know what? I, I read something in the last couple of weeks about that the traditions we make with our kids around the holidays are things that they're going to do with their families. And they're going to try to. And, and I just thought that was so special it just it meant more to me to do the little things because i know that when they get older those are the things they're going to do for their families so that's like that's similar to you know what i mean like creating that sure. magical thing that your kids look forward to like it's, yes you're going out to dinner but it's something that now is a part of their the fabric of their holiday traditions i just think that's really cool and i love going out to dinner like that's too. that's yeah. my that's my entertainment i love going out having a couple cocktails talking to the kids teaching them you know, manners and how to yes. order and everything yep. like that. And and isn't it cool when they have their voice? I, I just That's what I've loved about watching my kids grow up is that they're they're finding their self-confidence and their, sure. where they fit in and what they like and what they don't like. And 
Like nothing makes me happier than when they shake somebody's hand and say, hi, I'm Cash or hi, I'm, you know, and like yes, just nice kind of own it. Yeah, yes, and yes. like eye contact and I'm big into all that stuff. You so. watched Braxton meet Lance Briggs and you told me I didn't hear this and I t- later tweeted about it. What did he say to Lance? He looks at Lance and he's like, you, you played for the Bears? Who were you? Yes. Who were you? <laughs> It's like he's like, well, I was a linebacker. It was so great <laughs> because and, and Braxton loves football. It was awesome. Uh, yeah. So it was it was it was good oh to be gosh, with no, the kids. No, but the video you sent me of him when he said he's almost who's talking about DJ Moore, right? He's like he's almost the best player on the Bears. Isn't yeah. that what he said? We did a third quarter video together. He oh, wants to do great. these videos now because he's been in these Toyota videos for yeah, me before yeah. the game. Mason used to be the one who loves to do the videos, and now Braxton. Braxton's come into his own awesome. where he wants to talk about the videos and wants to talk about the players and make the predictions. Right, so we great. met Joni daughter. We were in the suite with Joni daughter too. Awesome. Yes, Callie. So it, it was great. We that is a, really cool. We had a great Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Wonderful. I want to ask you guys this. Um, and, and so now uh, your kids are getting older. Mm-hmm. Would you have ever put your child when they were younger unaccompanied on an airline? I don't think so. That scares me. Okay, so, like, I'm sure people have done this, and maybe there are circumstances you can control. Mm-hmm. But, like, I guess there are ways you can take a six-year-old, like, say they're going to see their grandparents, mm-hmm. and you can't go with them. And there was a six-year-old, and I guess you can take them to the, you can get, I guess, in these days, a gate pass. Where you can yes. take them to the gate, you can hand them off to the flight attendant, the flight attendant takes them on the plane, and then the person who they're going to see gets the gate pass in the arriving city, mm-hmm. and they get to go to the gate. So it's not like the kid is walking through the airport alone. Right. All they're doing is they're, they're being accompanied to their seat by the flight attendant, and then as soon as they land... The flight attendant is taking them off the right, airline right. and handing them off to the relative in the different city. Yes. Okay, so this happened in a flight, I believe, from Philadelphia um, to visit his grandmother in Fort Myers, Florida. The child was six years old, and this happened over the weekend. Um, Spirit Airlines was the airline. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. Instead, somehow, someway on December 21st, the child was put on, instead of a flight to Fort Myers, <laughs> was put on a flight to Orlando. Orlando, yes. First of all. And, and the grandmother is in Fort Myers at the gate oh my God. waiting for the six-year-old to deplane. And there is no six-year-old on the flight that the ticket is said that the child boarded for. Uh-huh. They track down the kid, and they say, oh, your grandson is in Orlando. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. First of all, Spirit Airlines, this is where the flaw in this plan came in, in my opinion. It's just, I mean, now I've never flown Spirit I know people do successfully, but I would, if I was putting my six-year-old on any plane, (laughs) as far as I know, not this poor soul, this sweet child, but if I was going to put my child on an airline, 
at six years old, I would not have chosen a budget one. All right. All right. <laughs> Is that wrong? Am no, I a terrible okay. person? No, I like that. That's your the first. Base, opi- the base fare gets you to the right state, but you got to pay an extra <laughs> fee to get to the right city. Correct, correct. Did he have to pay for his bag too at six years old? Like he couldn't bring a bag on because he had to pay for it. Did he pay for his seat? It's just now. This is this was my biggest takeaway. Okay, the quote from Spirit Airlines said the child was always under the care and supervision of a Spirit team member, and as soon as we discovered the error, we took immediate steps to communicate with the family and reconnect them. The the compensation, all right? So when you screw up, every there's always going to be... It, no one is flawless. Everyone makes of mistakes. Course, of course. This is a big mistake, though. Huge. So, yeah, like, I mean, the, I would lose my actual mind. The compensation, uh, at least early, I don't know now, I think they've come out now that this has gained publicity and they mm-hmm. have apologized greater but originally in the original story that i read the grandmother was told that this was the compensation that we will compensate you by giving you the cost of your rental car for you to to drive from fort myers to orlando to pick up your grandchild we will cover the cost of the rental car to and from Orlando. When I heard that, no. I could not believe that. I cannot believe a company in the year of 2023 would think that is okay. Like a business operation would be like, this is what will cover that for your six hours of driving. Because that's about three hours from Orlando each way. To me, if you misplace a six-year-old oh my God. and you fly them to the wrong city... You need to give this family a year's worth of free flights. A year? I like, would say <laughs> until he's 18, he can fly anywhere he wants for free. What yeah, is like, happening? Like they, you don't get a free a, a, a rental car a rental to bring car? him to bring him back to the city that he's supposed oh, to be in. Oh, that is gosh. not good enough compensation. No. And I would hope that the family is not <laughs> accepting that. Is that still the case? That I, is I don't nonsense. Know. Tyler, do you see an updated story? I know they've come out. I I see like I Googled it and I see like they have now made like um, a, a bigger apology. Who would think who in charge would actually think this is proper compensation? I haven't seen any updated compensation. That's the last I've seen is what oh Sylvie gosh. said. And uh, so the grandmother told a, a TV station she just wants to know why this happened. It doesn't seem like she's all that concerned about getting her drive reimbursed. She just wants to know what the hell happened right. and how do you fly a six-year-old to the wrong city? The wrong right. city. If he was always under the care and, and supervision of an employee for Spirit, how did they miss like, that you, on the ticket? This could, isn't the first time I've heard a story like this before. A while ago, there was a kid. He accidentally got on a flight to New York and the craziest part is the year before that, he was accidentally left at home when his parents went on vacation and he had to fight off a couple of burglars who were trying to break in. Very good. Very, very good. well done. Jack, well done. Very well done. But I think, was oh, my gosh. I, I do think, though, like, what if it was Jacksonville he went to? Like, think of this if this was, like, a six- or seven-hour drive in Florida. Like, are you how, – how would you have transported the no. kid then? You'd have to put the kid on another flight at You'd that point. You'd have to put him on another flight. Here's what I'm wondering if they thought. Well – you know, the a rental car to drive 
to and from Orlando is way more money than a flight on Spirit. <laughs> Maybe that's what they were thinking. <laughs> like, I, like I, I, if I'm the grandma, like, I, of course you want to get him as soon as possible. Of and that's, course. But that's where it starts. That's not where it ends. Like, yes, you need to reconnect them as soon as possible. Yes. But that's not the compensation. No. That, that's, that, that's where it starts. We need to get your son, your grandson back. He's six years old. He's probably scared. Yeah. He, he, he doesn't know where the hell he is. Or, right. But, he doesn't but, know how this happened. And, and, oh, by the way, he's in Orlando. And when you get to Orlando, we are going to put you up for five days. And we are going to get you hopper passes yes. to Disney World and give you the time of your life. And then we're going to get you um, a year's worth of airline tickets. Or, like you said, we're going to give him free flights till he's 18. Yes. To where wherever Spirit Airline flies like this isn't Not a, a lost bag in a rental car right yeah, yeah this isn't like we lost your bag and oh by the way it's in orlando and we're gonna get it to fort myers <laughs> shortly and, and and this is this is I a am, lost six-year-old i am appalled that they thought that was fair compensation and that we have not yet seen an update on what they actually got like he should be in a limousine being hand delivered to right. his grandmother. Right, like, right. What the, is like happening? right. The grandmother shouldn't even have to drive. No. Yes. No, they, she should he, not. Oh my gosh. What in the world is wrong with people? So I was right. I mean, well, that was my first my I like was getting I could not believe when I read that. I can't believe that this that. was the compensation. That doesn't that's that's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. I that's crazy. I need to follow up and see what happens here. Now, because there is a story that you guys tweeted, like it's on the ABC Seven. Everyone, right. like if you Google this, everyone has picked up this story. It's it's everywhere. Yes, agreed. That can is you, crazy. Now I want to see updated compensation. Can you imagine <laughs> that if this happened and you're waiting at the gate? Oh my god! And picture Noah or Cash. They're six, and you're at the gate. And then they flight it, and then they're done boarding, and your child isn't there. Oh my goodness! Mm 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 mm. Nope, nope. I, it's mm mm. No. When was the first time you guys flew alone? I'm pretty sure I was in college. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, yeah, don't, I know. That's right? when mine I mean, was too. I don't think I ever flew alone in high school. Okay, so right? No, I know I didn't. I'm looking at the latest article I'm seeing was four hours ago. Yeah, it says that she got a call from her grandson after he landed in Orlando and they made the drive of almost 160 miles from Fort Myers to pick up the child. The airline said, oh gosh, that article jumped up. The airline offered to reimburse for the drive. That's what I'm saying. They're going to have to give in at some point. Yes. Yes. Like, and I don't know how, how, like... Like you, I would just say, look, here's a blank check. What, what do you what What do you want? Please, I what, mean, like, redeem Spirit Airlines what, what, doesn't exactly have a five star rating. I don't know why they wouldn't want like this to be their shining moment to like, well, redeem themselves in any way that they could. This may be a no PRs, bad PR type of situation for Spirit Airlines. Yeah, get where's yourself mom? in the news. Where's mom? Did she? Like not grandma. Where's where's like mom? Well, as someone pointed out, like I want to know too. Like where did the handoff go wrong? Right. How did the kid get on the wrong flight? If you do get the gate pass and you do deliver the kid to the flight, how did the kid get on the wrong flight? Who right. screwed that up? Who messed that up? If you took him to the gate, who messed that up? 
So wait, was, was it the mom that took him to the gate or was it an employee? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. It's a weird story. This is, we don't have the full story. We don't, this is not all being explained appropriately. So he I, flew that, from Philly. I, did he have to have a layover somewhere? You would never do that at six years old. Oh, no, 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 no. It, it, well, then how did that happen? I don't know. I don't know. He was instead put on a flight to Orlando. Here, Grandma, here's, here's an Avis rent-a-car. Go drive yourself and get your grandson. <laughs> it's on us. <laughs> it's so unthinkable that that's what they would, that's how they, we offered to reimburse. Oh, my gosh. That is such a cheap company. No. All right. The good, the bad, nope. the dirty. Uh, As if we, that wasn't bad enough. <laughs> we have that. And then we'll buy now coming up at five. Listen to us now live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. The good. It's gone! Oh my God! The bad. That is so bad, that is absolutely brutal. And the dirty. I'm talking about nasty. Uh, wow. So many stories are running through my head right now. Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. Right, it's the good, the bad, the dirty. We go around the room. Dion's in for Waddle today. Jackson for Meller. Tyler's here. And uh, one thing good, one thing bad, and one thing that we perceive as dirty. Can form in any way you want. And uh, a recap of the sports weekend or anything we came across on the Christmas holiday. Dion, why don't you kick us off? Um, what was your good from the weekend? Well, my good from the weekend was Christmas Eve to Christmas Day. It was awesome. I loved being able to spend it with my family, being home, resting. I took two naps yesterday. Wow. Like a rock star. Um, I love the busyness of like getting ready for the holiday, but then I love the day. And it was it was perfect. It was a great Christmas. So, yeah. I mean, although I felt a little bit of the blues today. Like, it was over, you know? Like, I really could do it again. Are you not a New Year's person? No, I don't like New Year's at all. I would deem that the worst holiday. Really? Yeah. What, what, why? Because it's, like, amateur night? I or? guess. And because I just, I mean, I'm always working. and But I do love January. I love January. Love January. But I just... I, I, I like January because of the the NFL playoffs. I like it because there's not a lot of pressure to do much. <laughs> no gifts, no major holidays. Just kind of sleeping along. Month. It's a sleepy little month. Yeah. You know, we are we have a geek. Waddle always makes fun of us because Carmen, me, and Danny have like a, a geeky weather um, text chain. Okay. We're, we're, we have our, our normal text chain, but then like every now and then, like during the winter and during the spring, we'll either rave about the weather or we'll bitch about the weather. So the three of you have a separate one just to talk about how you're feeling about the weather. No, it's the same text chain, but a lot of it is about like counting down till the days get longer and now the days are starting to get longer and like... Over the weekend, we were marveling on how warm it was, oh, and I like. I, I took a picture of my grass, and I said, "Look, guys, like the grass is even confused. Like some of the grass is growing. I don't know if you noticed this in your front lawn." <laughs> and and like we, what we do is we bitch about the spring, and we were even saying that 
It's on Christmas. It's like almost 60 degrees, which means, and you know this is going to happen, in late April as we sit out watching mm-hmm. our kids play Little League Baseball, it's going to be hailing in 45 yeah. degrees. <laughs> it will. It will. It's You're 60 exactly on right. Christmas, but yet it's going to be in the so 40s confused. and it's going to be hailing. Mother Nature is very confused. How about the fog, too? Oh, that was weird. It was uh, it, so foggy. Even on Saturday night, Like there were sometimes you couldn't even see the city skyline. It was so foggy. I went to Top Golf on Saturday night. Oh, look at you. And you couldn't see the targets. No you way. You were just hitting into the abyss and relying on the little computer. Wow. So fun though, right? It's fun, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um I, I'm going to give, uh, like, I, I can I give two? One, I want to give a shout-out to Cole Komet for my good. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he suffered the knee injury, but 107 yards, and as I mentioned, 70 catches on the year. Cole Komet has is, is validated exactly why they paid him yep. uh, this season. Even though he's not um, top, top-tier top tight end, Cole Komet's good. Very good. And uh, I want to give him a shout-out. I don't know if you noticed this, uh, Dion. I didn't know this until today. I read an article about it. And I wear uh, their jackets, too. Do you know we were just uh, talking about um, one company for bad? But this is my good. I wear Patagonia. Are you Mm -hmm. a fan of Patagonia? I mean, I don't own anything from them, so I don't know what separates them. Um, So Patagonia, I don't know if you know this about what they do this week. They give all of their employees this week off paid that is tremendous because they just say they need a break yeah because they work hard all year and they say our entire workforce they close all of their stores wow from after christmas through new year yep and they say we're closed because our employees need a break and they're not just closed and off they pay them and that is tremendous. They are off, and that to me is good. Now I know that Good Karma Brands is among the best companies to work for. That is like known, right? Didn't they get yes. the name that? But Always. Patagonia sounds like they might be right up there too. Yes. That Here's what I awesome. would say about that. This is a huge returns week in huge. the retail world, and maybe oh. they're closing everything down so the returns don't come back and maybe you forget to return an item and like oh at this point i'll just keep it that's a good maybe. conspiracy theory that i think is is the real reason why they they give their employees but they they oh, give out yes. the, the facade of it's good because we're we're taking care of our employees i was i was at old orchard making a return before 9 a.m this morning so like, isn't that the like the busiest time to go? Well, no. I mean, they opened early today, like holiday hours. They were open at nine a.m. There was no one there. Noah and I were like skipping okay. around, like we were the only ones there. Got in and out. We were home by ten thirty. It was perfect. So what do you, uh, Tyler? What do you got? What's my, your good? My good is the play of Baker Mayfield lately. I mean, yes. you talk about a guy who's just spinning it. Both him and Joe Flacco. It's been a turn back the clock year in the NFL for some quarterbacks, but. He goes for 283 and two touchdowns, and they crushed the Jaguars at home 30-12. to 12. He's looked like a completely different quarterback, and you know what? Tampa Bay, they may find themselves in kind of that middle ground where they're not in contention to really get a new quarterback in the draft. They may just end up sticking with Baker Mayfield because he's had himself a pretty nice year this year. Good for him. You didn't think that they would be a better team this year with him than with Tom Brady, did you? 
No, you, you did not. They are. And Mike Evans has been great for them as well this year. I think he got hurt in that game uh, a little bit later in that game too. But, I mean, Baker Mayfield, he has done everything they have asked him to, and that team might end up in the playoffs now because of him. Didn't people think they were going to tank? Yeah, people thought that this would be a team that's probably, what, the five, one of the five worst in all of football because mm-hmm. of the lingering quarterback questions, and they didn't really do much to address it aside from the stopgap year of what they were thinking yeah. would be a stopgap year with Baker Mayfield. Yep. Jack, what do you got? Uh, let's go with 11 catch, 265 yard Amari Cooper, who broke the Browns' single game record. Mm-hmm. And then Joe Flacco just slinging it to him. If he makes another Super Bowl run, we may be talking about a Hall of Famer potentially. I mean, I know he's been pretty average, but that'd be another, another ring on his finger. It's pretty incredible that we're even considering Joe Flacco making a Super Bowl run. Uh, With the but, Browns. Like, just think about that whole sentence right yep. there. That is crazy. Now, and, and Dion, you've talked about your heartache with the Browns. Yes. Um, and, like, he won with the Ravens, the team that moved to I Baltimore. Know. And if he would come to Cleveland and to do it with that team that has never really done that, never like, done that. wouldn't that be crazy? It'd be crazy cool. I'd be so into that. If Joe Flacco goes on a Super Bowl run this year, I think you have to put him in. Me too. I think it's you like can. Eli Manning. That this yes. is well, mm-hmm. this is like exactly. one of the would have been one of the most unlikely Super Bowl runs we have ever seen. This guy was on his couch six weeks ago, signs to the practice squad, then comes out for four starts, has three hundred plus yards in three of them. He's thrown for ten touchdowns already this year. Yeah, but you have wow. to put him in. Uh, Dion, what's your bat? Okay, well, it wasn't necessarily this weekend, but I'm just seeing this headline and I'm so annoyed. Um, New York Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers is miffed that quote-unquote conspiracy theorists are portraying him as selfish for taking up a roster spot even though he's not playing. Said on the Pat McAfee show, it wasn't my idea to be activated. Oh my gosh, just go away. (laughs) Just go away. I'm so done. I don't have any space. I assumed I was going to be put on IR. No, you didn't, Aaron Rodgers. You held this team hostage and now here we are. Stop it. He's coming back next year, though, so he's not totally going away. Oh my gosh. You get your wish for a little bit. Right now, please. (laughs) He's done. He's done. Yeah. I don't like it. That's my bad. I don't want to hear any more from him. Uh, My bad is, I I, I referenced it earlier, is sitting and rooting for the Packers. (laughs) It sucks to root for the Packers. And when you finally root for the Packers, they suck as well. Like, they had a hard time beating the Panthers. They had a big lead, a couple touchdown lead on the Panthers. And their defense is so bad, they still had a tough time beating the Panthers. 33-30, to and thank goodness that... The Panthers didn't have a timeout to stop the clock, or else Eddie Pinheiro probably would have tied the game. But it, it sucked sitting there at Soldier Field, having to root for the Packers, and I never want to have to do that again. Mm. I'm telling you, the Bears are going into Green Bay, mark it down, and they're beating the Packers on the last week of the season. Mark it down. You, you can play, so? play, it, play it the last week of the season. If I'm wrong, make fun of me. But the Bears are going into Green Bay, and they're beating the Packers. I hope you're right. What do you got, uh, Tyler? 
Um, my bad is the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, it was funny yesterday. So they lose the game, obviously, to the Raiders. They fall to 9-6 and six so far this season. But they showed the graphic that the Chiefs receivers lead the league in dropped percentage. And then what? right on cue, of all the people to drop a pass, it was Travis Kelsey, who has been one of the most sure-handed guys for Patrick Mahomes. But he just has not been himself this year. And obviously there's the conspiracy theories about, oh, how much is Taylor Swift impacting this? This team cannot catch the football right now, and they are doing no help to their quarterback. The only guy who seems to have a little bit of a pulse in that receiving room right now is Rashi Rice, who looks like he could be a good player. But outside of that, it is slim pickings for Patrick Mahomes. Pretty incredible how far they've fallen. Oh, it's unreal. And the Raiders. Boy, you get McDaniels out of there, and they're pretty good Pierce deserves the job. Yeah. I mean, uh, how how does he... And it's funny, too, because remember Rich Basaccio, he was the yes. last interim they had, and a lot, of t- a lot of the conversation was, well, should he get the job at the end? He brought the team to the playoffs after everything they went through with Gruden, but Antonio Pierce, he's got this team winning big games, too. Yes, they They're think, having fun. Yeah, and, and he was the one, if you remember the Jay Glazer report, he was the one who said... Um, that his entire team believed, and, and like Josh McDaniels was pissed that they were comparing it, uh, this Raiders team to the Patriots. Like you got to believe, and Antonio Pierce was the one who was kind of instilling that belief in the players, and McDaniels wasn't. Yep, yep, it's a great point. Uh, Jack, what do you got? What's your bad? Brock Purdy, MVP yeah. odds in yeah. the tank, four interceptions. Uh, he's still having a great year, but I don't think he's the MVP like everybody was saying. Uh, Tyler, was it you or was it Meller who texted in the group that even after the four-interception game, his quarterback rating is still 112 on the year? Yes, that was Meller. And 112 is the best in all of football this year among qualified starters. That's how good he's been this year. Four picks. And he's still the leader. He's great for the system that he's in. He's good, but I just I don't know if he's he's the guy. He didn't he didn't go out and win the big game, and he got to go out and win the big primetime Christmas Day game. Do people think now is isn't the overwhelming betting favorite Lamar Jackson now? It is, mm-hmm. which is interesting because his numbers aren't all that. Like I think he's got seventeen touchdowns this year. He's run for some too, but I, I could see someone coming on here late and dethroning Lamar from that. Uh, MVP consideration. It's wide open. Um, who is uh, wh- who's your dirty, Dion? I don't know that I have one. I was thinking about. What do you mean you don't have a dirty? This is called the good, the bad, the I dirty. Understand. I understand. And I'm a, kicking myself so now. Clean. Yes, Christmas was good, but I'm also kicking myself that I didn't say Northwestern because what a season they've had and them winning their bowl game. That was it could be dirty good. I mean, like, I guess, I guess. with how dirty it started, like you could shape it, we could workshop it and say workshop. it started off so dirty. And now they win a bowl game? I, that's true. That was pretty impressive. The only thing I could think of that was dirty was Max Struess against the Bulls. Coming in, hometown, he was totally motivated, and he just torched them. And Cleveland was, like, decimated by injuries, and the Bulls did not look good at all. They're not back. Forget it. <laughs> just kidding. They are it, better. But <laughs> it was super disappointing. It was super with, disappointing. With their three yeah. guys were out. Yes. And he it, came in and he was like, and the Bulls paid him no mind when he was available. Like, right. they had no part of him. And well, he, they, they, they paid him no mind as an undrafted guy when they had yeah. him in the building. Yes. And then they, they paid him, the him no mind as a free agent when they needed shooting. Yeah. He got paid and he delivered on mm-hmm. Saturday night. I want to play you Steve Kerr, this from yesterday. I think he's right, and I think the league has gotten very dirty when it comes to defense. They don't want 
They don't want any defense whatsoever, and I think it's turned a lot of people off with watching the NBA. That it's just come down the floor, shoot threes, um, no resistance whatsoever. I understand that everybody evolves, but there's got to be a little defense, and Steve Kerr wasn't having it yesterday um, after his game against Denver. I have no no problem with um, the officials themselves. Um, they're all across the league. We have really good officials. I have a problem with the way we we are um, legislating defense out of the game. That's what we're doing in the NBA. The way we're teaching the officials, we're just enabling players to BS their way to the foul line. Um, if I were a fan, I wouldn't have wanted to watch that second half of that game. It was disgusting. It was just. You know, just baiting baiting refs into the calls, but the refs have to make those calls because that's how they're taught. So I have a real problem with the way we are. Um, we've legislated defense out of the game in this league, and uh, the players are really smart in this league. And for, for over the last decade or so, uh, they've gotten smarter and smarter, and they're just um, – they're just enable. We have enabled the players, and they are taking full advantage. And it's a parade to the free throw line, and it's disgusting to watch. Disgusting. Wow. How big of a fine will that be? Has it, have they announced the fine for that? I haven't seen one yet. No. Wow. It's a good rant, isn't it? It is. It is. So he's right too. I mean, he is. I mean, it, you know, it seems like we've taken. Everyone loves offense. I love offense too. But I do like when they allow players to play some sort of defense. And you can't in the NBA right now. Um, what is uh, what is yours, Tyler? My dirty took place pregame at the Carolina Panthers game. Mike Tolbert was back to uh, pound the drum. You know, the, the they've got the big drum. I saw this. And on his last, the last time striking the drum, he breaks the drum. It's gotten so bad for the Carolina Panthers, they can't even find a sturdy enough drum for Mike Tolbert, one of their uh, former running backs, to, to hit and motivate before the, the game got going there. He, he, he created a hole, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, he just uh, like ripped right through it, pretty much. And he kept, but he kept pounding the drum, right? I think is so, it, yeah. But I think he was mercy. also kind of dumbfounded as like, really? Like, <laughs> this is what we got? This is our quality? And wrap us up, Jack. Um, my dirty. Did you guys see Travis Kelsey throw his helmet across the bench this yeah, weekend? Uh-huh. That was yeah. and Andy Reid stopped the equipment manager from giving it back mm-hmm. to him and scolded him. That's a team that's not only not catching passes, they're frustrated too. They're mm-hmm. yelling at each other. It's not pretty in Kansas City. Andy Reid bumped him. Um, like he kept him out of play. Yeah. Like he wanted mm-hmm. the helmet back to go back in. What was he mad at? Was he mad at the fake punt? Is that what it was? I'm not sure. He was, I think he was mad the play before the fake punt. Okay. And then he wanted the, the, like, the equipment manager wanted him to have the helmet back. And he's like, no, no, you don't get the helmet back when you act like that. So Andy Reid was mad. They're falling apart. Yeah. Remember when Chicago fans were mad with Matt Nagy getting a little too cute with it sometimes? I mean, they have their running back taking shotgun snaps and handing it off to Mahomes. That's not. And then he fumbles it. It's not mm. going to work. It's frustrating. Get Fesco on the line. I'm, t- I'm serious. I want to talk to Bob. Yes. Bob Fesco later. Not today, but uh, oh, later in the week. No, that would be good. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> right Will Bond coming up at five. We have some calls still, don't we, uh, Tyler? Yes, we do. To take. Well, let's take some calls coming up next. Will Bond joins us at five. 
Businesses are successful when they control their bottom line. That's why more businesses across northern Illinois are partnering with the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program to save on energy costs. Learn more at comed.com slash poweringbiz. Ah, commuting in Chicago. Ah, if you're stuck, stick with Waddle and Sylvie. Weekdays 2 to 6. All right, let's uh, sneak in some of these calls. 312-332-3776. Will Bond coming up shortly. How about our good friend Honey Bear in Waukegan? Uh, Dion, have you... What's Hello. up, Honey Bear? Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. Happy New Year. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm looking forward to it. This year has been crap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been celebrating the New Year since the beginning of, like, Thanksgiving. I'm going to be honest with you. But any case. So I want to open because, Dion, you helped me remember that I needed to complain about Justin a little bit. Uh, that Tampa game that you brought up. Yeah. I love Justin's leadership. I love his character. I think in a different world, he could be absolutely amazing. But that game, not just what you were mentioning, really did it for me as someone that said it's not him. When he missed those two open Mm -hmm. DJ Moore passes, he just completely did not see anything. He didn't bother to look. Two in a row. I think it was in the second quarter. And I almost blew my top off. I was like, how do you miss that? He was wide open twice, and he didn't bother to look because it wasn't on his left side. He didn't look on his left side. He was only looking to the right. And not too long ago, I was talking to uh, one of my other super fan friends from Ohio, uh, who is also a diehard Ohio State fan. And they got real real with me. He's like, you know you don't have that quarterback, right? Because he's, he, he doesn't see the field. And they, they told me this back in the summer. I'm like, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. No, he was right. And I hate saying it because he has so many of those things you want in a quarterback. But like you guys have been saying all day and pretty much all season, he just gets so close. It's almost like this is good karma. It's like foreplay. He just gets all the way there and he doesn't go all the way. And it's the worst oh. thing ever. And it just leaves us frustrated and wanting more. And oh you're like, God. maybe there could be, but there never will be. And I was not, not ready. Honey bear. Oh, come on. I'm that's, a house teacher full your, time, which that's I'll a, tell all my teachers out there, winter oh break mode, full on now. No that's your best anymore. analogy you real. brought. Oh, my God. That's the best analogy you brought to the table. Honey I'm bear. sorry. Thank it's you. been the best. Forever, it's been like this, and Justin, unfortunately, is part of the problem. He can't perform well enough to get there oh, all the way. <laughs> Honey bear, thank you. You're welcome. Oh, gosh, now I can't like unhear that every time I like, talk to him. That's what I'm going to think about. Uh, Jim and Woodridge, oh, you're on ESPN 1000. Jim, do you have an analogy like that? You, can you can you uh, live up to that? Sylvie, yeah, I can't, I can't follow that, but uh, no. it's it's uh, it's wonderful to hear it because it's true. But uh, from one cancer survivor to another, oh. God bless you, and God bless you, Jim. God bless you. That's awesome. Keep on trucking, and Dion, you are one of the American honey women of sports in Chicago. So my suggestion is you go to Benny's and you get the wild. 
Turkey American Honey and try it. It's okay. a blended bourbon whiskey. I will try it. I will absolutely oh. try it. Okay, but on with ice, Dion, with okay. ice. Jim, now, you got it. To this, woman, to this woman, I'm glad in one way she uh, preempted me. I told the uh, screener, it's 1960, I was nine years old, 63, the Bears won the, the, the uh, championship. It wasn't until 22 years later we are rebuilding to get to 85 and the Super Bowl. Since then, we only got to the Super Bowl once. We keep rebuilding, rebuilding. I pray to God this is our last rebuild in my lifetime because I don't think I can take another one. So what do no. you think? Is, is it another rebuild? Oh. I, Jim, I said it earlier. I, I'm too tired for that. I don't want another whole rebuild, and I don't think that it is. I mean, if you look at the improvements that they've made on the roster this season, that that's why I think Ryan Poles continues to come back because – of the way he's he's built it, they are not devoid of talent as much as they were when he arrived, and and so I think they're closer. They they've laid some sort of a foundation to build on. Just gotta get it right behind center. Gotta get it right. Yeah, I I I, and I don't think that it is another rebuild. It's not. I, I don't even think it's close. I mm-hmm. think the foundation and the pieces are there. This is like a relay race where you're now just handing the baton to what I believe should be a new coach and a new quarterback, to very important things, but now you have a huge foundation behind those two who need to finish the race for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now yeah. like now you need uh, who are the good finishers in, in relay races. I don't know. Well, <laughs> Carl Lewis wasn't ever on like the four by one hundred. Who who were the good can I give me some help here? Usain Bolt, maybe. Wait, did he do the four by one hundred or four? He ran by... the one hundred. I don't know if he ran like, the. Like, I yeah, assume like, he ran the relay. Like uh, Flo Jo, did Flo Jo ever do that? Can, like the, you need someone you at need the someone end of the could, relay yeah. now to bring you home. Yes. To like, the, you are not starting from scratch. You I are mean... in a great spot now to hire the coach and get the quarterback. You don't want to have a quarterback that gets the ball with two minutes to go or a minute to go, and fans are, like, watching between their fingers, like, what is going to go wrong this time? You just That's not how you are a successful franchise in any capacity. Give me some good relay runners, uh, relay race runners. <laughs> you I, think I, I know just the, know that off the dome? Like, oh, like, give me a second. Let me just I, I find know the, it. I don't know any. Like, like I know the good... Uh, the 100, like you mentioned there, the 100 guys and the people who ran that. But I don't know, like, who did the relay races. Bolt was in the 4 by 100 He I did. Okay, so yeah. he did finish. Yep. He closed. He was the, the, the final leg of the 4 by 100 Who? The anchor. That's what the... The uh, anchor. Yeah. That's the term. Yep. The anchor, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, Michael Wilbon is going to join us next. We'll see what he thinks coming up next.